Greetings, programs! It's your friendly neighborhood, Jeremiah Gomez here, a.k.a. The Silver Fox, and welcome back to episode two of The Silver Fox Geek Hour. Sorry for the delay, gang. Uh, things have been a little bit nutty here for me, having uh, lost my job at the end of last year, and then having to find a new place to live, and I've got dogs, and I'm trying to find work, and get unemployment started, and uh, there's just a lot going on, guys, so... Um, Bear with me. I'm hopefully, hopefully this is, you know, now well past it. Hopefully I've settled into, still working on settling into my new place. Um, get my dog situated. Like I said, still trying to find work. Looks like I finally got this unemployment thing up and running finally right now. So, um, yeah, hopefully I won't be, uh, away for so long next time. And, uh, hopefully we can, you know, keep doing this. Hopefully I can spit these out now on a weekly basis, whereas I'm not just going, and spitting out an episode, and then I disappear for weeks, and then you're wondering, well, hey, Mr. Podcaster, uh, what have you got to say about Falcon Winter Soldier right now, or uh, what's going on with Suicide Squad? What do you think of that trailer, you know? Uh, a lot of you guys have, some of you guys have hit me up, so I appreciate it. I'm getting to it. And, uh, yes, we will be perhaps breaking down uh, the last few episodes of the Falcon Winter Soldier, because there's a lot of information to, to throw at you. I mean, wow, just Wow. I mean, I haven't even seen the new episode yet of uh, episode five for Falcon Winter Soldier. I mean, the way episode four ended, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, meantime, folks, yes, uh, let's let's why don't we start this here at the beginning and let's just start breaking down episodes one through four of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So here we go. So we begin with our main guy, Sam, ironing a shirt, getting suited up. Looks like he's off to uh, somewhere special. And then we immediately begin to also get a uh, voiceover. We get Chris Evans, Captain America at the end of uh, Avengers Endgame, where it's a discussion where Sam and Cap or Steve are discussing, you know, where again, it's old man Steve talking to uh, Sam, who's back now after the, you know, everybody's been snapped back. Again, end of Avengers. There's the whole shield handoff. Sam picks it up. And so I love how that the, the beginning of this episode uh, opens with that discussion, and then, of course, we're thrown right into battle. We're seeing Sam in action, uh, going in to save a, uh, a captain from the Air Force who's been taken hostage by Batroc Zelipe. And we get to see uh, George St. Pierre come back to reprise his character as uh, Batroc the Leaper, um, which we saw in uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So it's kind of cool. I, I'm loving this whole, uh, again, just the beginning of all this. We're, we're, we're getting a little bit of uh, end games, uh, some end game info. Meanwhile, we're also thrust into action because I guess what is it? has been six months now, right? So six months after the snap, everybody's come back and everybody's trying to just find their place in the world. So while Sam's in this big old battle, he's flying through, uh, the air. He's, uh, uh, him and Red Wing, they, they, they get in, they save the captain. Of course, the, I love the whole flying. Like, I know, look, yeah, sorry. I'm jumping all over the place. So. Uh, I do love the scene where then there's the high-flying action scene where uh, Sam and uh, is flying, chasing after Batrock and his men. They've got the Air Force captain uh, strapped to the back while they're fly- uh, running around, or flying around, I should say, in those flying squirrel suits, which, uh, again, just dig the whole scene. The, the uh, Again, then there's the attack choppers coming in. Uh, we get a big action scene going on here. i got to say, I love the, the scene where, <laughs> where Batrock and his men, they land in one of the choppers, and it's like, no way he's coming after us. And then it's like you hear the wings fold in and Batrock looks to his left and who's sitting in the chopper with him? He's like, so there's just Sam sitting there and he starts kicking everybody's ass. And of course, then Batrock and the captain, they 
vacate the, the, the chopper and they're flying off again to get into another chopper. Sam jumps out to chase after. He's being shot at and, and shot missiles and stuff like that. Red Wing is, of course, the perfect little partner to help him out and, and helping him out with that. There's a lot of this uh, aerial action. So uh, it was just great. And then, of course, we get our introduction to uh, uh, what's his name here? Lieutenant Joaquin Torres, uh, and just to throw a little Easter egg out there for you guys, um, this character will probably come back if we do get another season of Falcon Winter Soldier, because uh, at some point in the comic books, this uh, uh, Joaquin Torres here becomes the new Falcon. Uh, he's captured, he's uh, given a certain serum that mutates him into uh, uh, you know, a, bird, a man, half-man, half-bird-like creature. And so when Sam comes in to help him, um, there's no way to reverse the cause. So basically, Torres in the comic books becomes a new Falcon, while Sam is now the new Captain America in the Marvel comics. So it's kind of cool that they uh, they brought Torres in, and uh, we're getting this, you know, like I said, quite the uh, the Easter egg, well, at least first part of this Easter egg with this. And then, of course, um, after that, you know, we get the discussion where Torres and Sam, they're in the, uh, they're just outside, they're in this little marketplace and uh, they're just uh, after the big old battle saving the, the Air Force captain. Torres is talking to him about the Flag Smashers and who they are, what they're all about. And then there's the topic of Captain America and where is he? Is he on the moon? Um, is he somewhere watching over them? It's like, you know, Torres is just trying to do what he can to get all that information out of Sam. And Sam's like, look, he's not on the moon. He's not anywhere. It's just, you know, I guess we're meant to believe that, I guess, Captain America is gone because then when he says that he's got to fly back to DC for moon stuff, uh, we then enter the scene where Sam's at a podium. He's got Captain America over his left shoulder. Nice little nod there because uh, uh, Winter Soldier Cap was always on Falcon's left side. So he's like on my left. So as you see him on the podium stage, giving his speech with the shield uh, down on the ground to his left, uh, that's meant to represent, you know, Cap always being on his left, you know, on your left. So there's that kind of nod there. Um, but the shocking thing is like, uh, Sam giving up the shield, like he was, like Cap gave it to him. He wanted him to be the new Captain America because he knew, uh, you know, it's time for a change. This was, this was it. But here we have Sam, uh, giving it up and donating it to the Smithsonian. We uh, have a particular senator who's thanking Sam for donating it. And then we get the conversation between Sam and, and Don Cheadle, who's back as uh, James Rhodey Rhodes, War Machine. And so, uh, yeah, see, I love how Rhodey's in this. Uh, I guess it's maybe perhaps a nice little nod. That's also, he's getting his own show, folks. So we can't wait for Armor Wars to come out. That's going to be cool. But uh, I do like the discussion where Sam and, and Rhodey are having the talk about, like, you know, why didn't you take up the mantle? Like, why why not go for it, you know? And, and Sam's really, you know, obviously, it, obviously, look, we're, we're just going to get to it. Obviously, it's a race thing. Um, uh, he believes that maybe perhaps the world isn't ready for a black Captain America, which I call total bullshit. Um, but anyway, I'll get to more episodes on that later. But uh, I do love that, again, the, the talk between the two, trying to figure out, like, why? Why wouldn't he take up the mantle? Why wouldn't he wear the shield, be the Captain America that uh, not only Steve believed in him to be, but Steve wanted him to be. You know, he's like, look, you're the perfect guy. I got nobody else. Obviously, he could have given it to Bucky, but, you know, Buck's had his issues. And, of course, we do come to that scene where we do find ourselves in some sort of uh, European country, 
it's a group of people who are coming home from looks like a uh, conference of some sort. And of course, that's the scene where Bucky comes in, where he goes in, he kills a guy. And then, of course, as after he's done completing that mission, he does see a guy to his right who he then walks up to. This guy's trying to get into his room. He kills him. We then find Bucky waking up from the nightmare. Like I said, waking up from the nightmare. And then uh, we see him in therapy, talking with his therapist, trying to work out the issues in his head. Uh, therapist obviously asking him if he's having nightmares. He's lying about it. He's uh, talking about how he's trying to make amends. And, of course, he's got, uh, as we find out later on down the road, uh, you know, he's got a book. He's got the Captain America book. When Steve came back and we saw at the beginning of uh, uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, uh, you know, after that run where Steve and Sam are introduced, um, you know, he's tell Sam's telling him about Trouble Man soundtrack. Go listen to it. The last 70 years, you get caught up on everything of what you've missed. And Steve writes it into that book, Trouble Man soundtrack. And so we do find that Bucky does have that same book. Uh, Steve had passed it on to him. And he's now making, uh, doing what he can to make amends for all the wrong that he did, even though he was programmed by Hydra and brainwashed. And so he's, like I said, just trying to do what he can to make amends, get back into life. Um, we then find after therapy, you know, Bucky hanging out with an old man who, uh, Yori, I believe was his name, um, who we then find out later on, Yori is the father of that particular guy Bucky did kill in that nightmare sequence we saw. Um, so obviously Bucky's got some, uh, guilt there. He's doing what he can to comfort him. Um, obviously Yori is also doing what he can to help out Buck by sending him up with, uh, on the date with the cute, um, uh, a waitress, uh, working behind the sushi bar there. And, uh, of course, then, you know, all that does go down. They do have a date, but obviously you could tell, uh, Buck's not totally comfortable and into the day. Not that it's got anything to do with the girl, but it's just, it, it's his guilt. Cause then we do find Buck leaving, uh, the date. He goes back to Yori's, um, sees Yori has been, you know, he sees the little shrine Yori has made for his lost son that Buck killed. Um, and, of course, Bucky then says, you know, hey, I, I owe you for lunch. He gives him money, and then he just leaves and walks away, leaving Yori kind of perplexed, like, oh, I don't understand what this was all about. So, uh, so yeah, there's that whole scene. And then, of course, there's more scenes coming up where we get uh, Sam going back home, dealing with some family drama there, trying to save his uh, family's boat, uh, more specifically, I guess, his parents' boat. It was, I guess, it looks like his dad was... Uh, a fisherman, uh, uh, maybe perhaps, uh, you know, not besides just fishing, but obviously maybe doing some, some shrimping, you know, I mean, what, what else do you do in Louisiana besides fish and go clam, you know, fishing for clams and fish and shellfish and then shrimps and stuff like that. So obviously he's got a shrimp boat. He, so he's got his dad's shrimp boat. He's going to try and put it back together, fix it back up, hopefully get the business going. But like I said, uh, well, and then later on down the road, his sister and him are talking that they got to go try and see if a bank will give them a loan. Um, and of course we do find out later on in the episode, they do go to this bank. They do try and uh, get the loan. The bank teller is just too fascinated and just like, do I know you? Oh my God, you're the Falcon. Like, holy smokes. Like you got the wings, man. Can you connect? Can you get a picture with the wings? And meanwhile, all this is going on. There's a talk of, again, a lot of racial talk going on where it's like, you know, again, they're black in America. The teller's white. And they're just trying to do what they can to save their business. And it just seems like the sister's pointing out that, you know, uh, they can't get the loan maybe because of, you know, 
again, because they're black, maybe, but that's got nothing to do with it. There's also the reasons of Sam being gone for the last five years. He was, you know, again, at the end of, you know, the end of Infinity War, all these guys got blinked out of existence. So five years, no income. They got nothing to do. Um, and like when uh, all of a sudden it comes to the end where it's just like the bank isn't going to be able to help them. The teller tries to say, like, any chance he can get a picture with the wings. Sam's like, are you serious, man? Like, I'm trying to save my family's life here and family's business business here. And all you're more concerned about is me being the Falcon. Like, again, I get what Sam was trying to do using his status to help, again, his family through the turmoil they're dealing with. But it's obviously not working. So Sam and and his sister began to fight outside the car. And Sam's saying, no, I'm not letting you sell this boat. It's not happening. I, 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 I'm, I'm, you know, he's put his foot down on it. He's just, he's just not going to allow it to happen. So we get that scene where then Sam's on the boat doing what he can to try and fix it up. But it's just, he's just looking at it going like this. Just am I, am I shooting myself on the foot here? Is this a lost cause? I, I, you know, you know, is a man who's just, uh, in trouble, just trying to, again, all these guys have been blinked out and now here we are six months later after they've been blinked back in or snapped back in and they're just trying to find their place in this world. Um, and it's just, obviously you can tell there's some difficulties, but you know, Sam's been able to get back into it. Obviously just jump right in and be the Falcon, get back to work. Sorry guys, jumping all over the place. Anyway, back to the scene. So we do find uh, so then we go back to Gre- so then we go to Greece. We find our boy Joaquin Torres uh, in Greece. Uh, he's tracking down the Flag Smashers, trying to see what he can see if there's any way he can gain any kind of intel on them. And so while he's there, he starts uh, chit chatting with somebody, but then they all get a message, and somebody shows up with a bag and starts handing out masks. And so everybody starts putting on one of these Flag Smasher masks, and before you know it, there's a. Uh, Alarm goes off, uh, and before you know it, there's a uh, crowds running all over the place. Windows break in, bags are being dropped from buildings, and then all of a sudden, here comes a super soldier just dropping out of the ground, out of, uh, dropping from the sky out of nowhere. Obviously, left from the building with money in tow. Uh, and while he's, uh, you know, again, the crowd is just in a frenzy, just trying to confusing the authorities. And so while this confusion is going on, Torres does see that these guys are, or this one guy is handing off one bag to one person handing off another bag to another person who are running in opposite directions. And so when he goes to try and pursue one of these guys, he does get stopped by uh, one of these super soldiers who then kicks the shit out of him, throws him to the ground, and just leaves him there, uh, obviously just, you know, hurting. And so then after that, um, again, like I said, we had this bank scene where Sam and everything was going on with his sister. And then we find uh, Sam back at home. He's working on the boat. And then he does get a call from Torres uh, or a text message, which then has a picture of his beat up face. So they start FaceTiming uh, Torres is, fa- is uh, sharing info, video footage of with Sam to show like, look, here's, here's what I saw, what was going on and why I looked the way I looked. And so the question of, do you think it could possibly be? And, and of course, Sam cuts off Torres before he could say it. But we're all thinking, oh, shit, it's a super soldier serum. Like somebody's out there creating cap, you know, super soldiers, you know, for their, for the whatever cause they've got. So we've got all that going down. But meanwhile, while, while we got that, uh, Torres and Sam are exchanging information, that call ends. And before you know it, here comes Sam's sister entering the room and putting on the TV. And Sam is sitting there watching as the senator who he uh, had given the shield to so they could put in the Smithsonian is there at a podium 
talking about how we need heroes for a new age and Captain America is gone. Well, he, Captain America isn't gone, so he he's basically introducing John Walker, our new Captain America, who will later on down the line, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we get to see him be the U.S. Patriot. Oh, it's going to be good because this man, he's not so good, as we've already seen. So that was episode one, folks. Uh, Pretty damn good. Loved every second of it. Um, And then, of course, when we get into episode two, I mean, we just get into the introduction of Captain America, John Walker, uh, played by, give me one second, this is Kurt Russell's son, Wyatt Russell is his name, Um, yeah, this is our John Walker, uh, our new Captain America, who later on down the road will be turned into uh, a character uh, known as the U.S. agent, Um, again, he's no Steve Rogers here, ladies and gentlemen, this guy is, uh, (laughs) wow, He's got a, he's, as we've already seen, he's just a guy with a lot of issues because all he wants to do is be the best Captain America he can be, yet everybody's looking at him to be Captain America, be Steve Rogers, and it's just, look, he's not going to be able to do it. He's just going to do it his own way, and we do see that throughout the episodes. Um, but I like how this episode begins where it's the introduction. Uh, he's sitting in his old high school locker where he obviously played football. He sees his locker. Yeah, his wife is there, in comes his buddy, and then, of course, the introduction with uh, the star-spangled man with the... Pl- I love how this episode begins with that introduction of that song. That's a throwback to Captain America, the first adventure, where Steve, when he's first given the serum already, and now he's like, okay, I need, we, we need you to go out and put out, like, motivate the country, man, like, buy war bonds. And they put him in his suit, they parade him out on stage to go across the country, um doing what he can. I, I just love that that song is featured right in the beginning of it. And uh, yeah, it's a great way to start episode two. Also got to say when this episode begins, like, again, like I was saying, John Walker, just he, he's been given this huge, huge uh, mantle. And he knows he's not going to be able to copy what Steve Rogers, Captain America did. Like I said, he just, He doesn't want to be a failure. He just wants to be the best that he can be uh, without letting his family down, friends, loved ones, his country down. So uh, I I do feel for this guy at the beginning of this episode because he's just, again, it's a huge undertaking what he's about to be given because, again, Steve set the bar. He set a high, high bar. And John obviously knows he's never going to be able to touch it. And, and of course, Sam, you know, and Buck, you know, obviously they may not be able to touch it too, um, but they can still, they know Steve Rogers. Like they, they, they know him well enough to know like this is something Steve would never want, you know, whether, and again, all these actions that I'm talking about, know, again, what Steve would not want, again, those, some of this stuff will come into play when we see John Walker, or again, as we've seen John Walker be developed more and more throughout this series, because again, uh, well, it's a jump ahead, episode four, that end. Holy shnikes, man. Like, wow. But anyway, enough about that. We'll get to it when we get to it. So, uh, yeah, just uh, the beginning of it is cool. We get, the, again, like I said, just this great intro for this guy who's just, again, been given this huge mantle, and he's not even sure if he can handle it, but he's going to do the best he can. It's also kind of neat to see how he's on this, uh, again, country 
public tour to kind of get everybody hyped up with the fact that, you know, he's the new Captain America. And that's something that they took right out of Captain America, the first uh, Avenger, which is, you know, again, before Caps ever throw, went to Germany, uh, he's, you know, doing a, a cross-country tour, uh, publicity tour to just get everybody amped up for, again, hey, support the troops, support our boys, you know, they're, they're fighting for our freedom. Uh, for the world as we take down these Nazi ter terrorism you know, or Nazi regime, whatever you want to call it. So, uh, again, it's 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 the same thing what's going on with John. You know, Steve went through it. Now John's going through it. It's just a, it's just a modern day publicity tour is what he's uh, what he's got going on here. One thing we do learn, though, about this guy is like he's just an ordinary guy. He has no superpowers. He's given no super soldier serum. So we're going to actually get to see this guy. Obviously, we do get to see this guy just out in the battlefield um, doing some action and he's just fighting like everybody else normally, you know, he's not like, he's not like Steve. He's not like Bucky where he was given the serum and, uh, and he's got the super strength and all the, all of his abilities. So it's, it's interesting that uh, we see this uh, take real quick. And while John, you know, and, and, and John's being interviewed by uh, good morning America. And of course, during this interview, we then see Buck uh, in his apartment watching the interview and he's just, just living, just not having it. He's so pissed off right now. He's like, look, Sam, he knows Sam was given the shield. He was there when, when, when Steve gave, uh, Steve gave Sam the shield. So to now find out that Sam's given up that shield and now this guy, this new guy who's going to, going to be now known as Captain America, uh, he's now got the shield. So it's just, you know, again, I love the emotions on both these guys because then the next scene shows Sam in a hangar. And he's looking at a poster of John Walker where it says Cap is back. And you just see John in the full suit. And, and he's just – neither one of these guys are having it. It's like, ah, oh, man, like, what the hell? Like, you can tell Sam's, like, thinking in the back of his head, like, what the hell was I thinking giving this up? Like, that's mine. Like, Steve gave this to me. Steve would be so disappointed. And then, of course, here comes Buck. He comes walking into the hangar, hangar. And, of course, these two have an exchange. It's like, good to see you too, Buck. And Buck's just letting Sam have it. Just like, what the hell are you doing giving that shield back, man? And you know, and meanwhile, while all this is going down, obviously it gets to the part where like, look, I got to get to work, man. I haven't got time to talk about, haven't got time to talk about this, but great reunion, Buck. Good seeing you. And Buck's awesome is like, you had no right to give up that shield. And I love how Sam kind of gets it into his face, into Buck's face, where he stands his ground to defend himself going like, look, I'm not going to let you tell me in your overextended life what I uh, have the right to do, you know, what I should be doing or what I shouldn't be, shouldn't have done with that shield. So um again i think there's kind of a, a little bit of a uh you know a racial thing right there going on where it's like again white guy against a black guy you have no right to do this uh but hey I, we've been you know the african-american community has been oppressed by uh, again uh, try, look this was a very difficult episode to talk about folks because there's a lot that goes on i'm sure a lot of you guys have seen it i'm just going to get right to it isaiah bradley man the next captain who the next guy who should have been in, you know, in the Cap Captain America, because it, it, I don't know a lot about this particular character. This one I had to go on somewhat of a deep dive with uh, finding out who Isaiah Bradley is. And it turns out Isaiah Bradley was a U.S. soldier who was given. He was one of five soldiers who were given the super soldier serum after uh, Steve is just lost in the ice after after they bring down Hydra. World War Two's over. Uh, you know, basically, it's done. It's over with. However, for the U.S. government, they haven't had it. They, they figured, well, it, we did it once. Maybe we can recreate it. And obviously, they did try to recreate it. So story is 
Isaiah Bradley comes in. He is one of a handful of guys who are given this super soldier serum. None of them survive it. He seems to be the only one to come out of it alive. And of course he is thrown in jail uh for things he had done uh we do find out and sorry folks i'm going to be jumping around here a lot because i know it's only episode two so we should but i'm going to try and throw uh the last four or five episodes in right now since uh you know everything's come out for the white falcon and winter soldier and i'm way behind so playing a lot of catch up here so um it's fascinating to find this character out like i knew nothing about this guy to find out that he had popped up earlier uh Years ago, um, from what it was my understanding, it was like early 2000s when we get introduced to Isaiah Bradley in the comic books. Uh, he was, again, like I say, a guy, given the super soldier serum, it worked. He was a part of a group that these the other soldiers that were given the soldier, super soldier serum didn't stick to, but this one did. And, of course, he goes into the story of uh, being experimented on. Um, being betrayed by his own government. He's been thrown in jail. He's been forgotten. This is a guy who the U.S. government purposely erased. They just wiped clean slate and just said, forget it. Let's just, this guy never existed. Let's just lock him up, throw away the key, and just forget about him. And that's what the U.S. government did. They just threw him away. And it's sad to see uh, this scene play out because, um, again, to jump back, like, well, maybe we'll get to this a little later on, but to jump back to the scene where it's Sam and Buck again, guys. These guys go off and do their own little adventure. They find, uh, what's her name? I believe it was Carly Morgan, Morgenthau. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I might be getting that mixed up, but anyway, we, we are introduced to Carly, who is the, obviously the leader of the, uh, the Flag Smashers, and she's just, here to just wreak havoc with the world now for the flag smashers these guys want things to go back to the way things were when things were i guess semi-simple during the snap when during those five years where more than half the population was gone these guys were out there just living life like normal and everybody was fine happy then the snap comes where bruce brought everybody back and now all these people so obviously these flag smashers they're obviously refugees, people from other parts of the world who were thrown into countries, had no home of their own. And now that people came back, uh, like I said, once, you know, Bruce brought everybody back, Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Hulk, brings everybody back. Now a lot of these people are displaced. They don't know where to go. They don't have a home of their own anymore. And the country that they went to no longer wants in there. So now they're thrown out and thus creating the Flag Smashers, which is they want things to go back to the way they were, uh, you know, when all this started uh, during those five years, all these people were gone. So, uh, and little Easter egg here, the flag smashers used to be an actual character. The flag smasher uh, was somebody that cap fought um, during his time in, uh, as captain America in the comics. So that was one thing that it's kind of neat that they bring this guy, that this character back, but uh, they bring him back. They bring the character back as an organization rather than just one singular character. But there is, the character Carly. Uh, again, hopefully I'm pronouncing her, this character's last name correctly. Carly Morgantho. Uh, that character is actually, uh, a character from the comic books. The original Flag Smasher, the Flag Smasher, his name was Carl Morgantho. 
So they took that character, brought it into real life, but they did a uh, gender swap. So instead of him being a man, they make him a girl, they make him a woman, and that's the leader of the Flag Smashers. So it's not just one guy anymore. It's now uh, a group of people. It's an organization. So kind of dig at the, uh, kind of love that they did that to just get, uh, again, things going on what these guys are all about. Cause like I said, these were, they're just people who were lost without a home, no country to go home to. So they stayed in the country wherever could give them asylum. And then people come back and now the country that they were living in for so many years no longer wants them. So now they're displaced and, and they don't, they're not happy with that. So that's why, again, Carly creates this, the flag smashers and they're now trying to get things back to the way things were during those five years. Everybody was gone. Sorry, folks. I know I'm all over the place. So going back again to what Sam and Buck are talking about, the Flag Smashers, Sam finally catches Buck up on what he's been working on and what he's chasing after. Um, Buck then joins in on the mission, and these guys both go after the Flag Smashers, and we do get that cool battle scene uh, where these guys are on uh, the rooftops of trucks driving down, this, driving down the road, and it's just, just a crazy battle scene where we just – a lot of action going on, and then, of course, we see – uh, coming in to help these guys is none other than the new Captain America and his buddy coming in to uh, help save the day and save the boys. I love the scene where <laughs> where Cap, uh, uh, a.k.a. John Walker, is introducing himself. New Captain America, nice to meet you guys. And old Sam and Buck are like, oh, Jesus, man, like, why? Like, he's not he's not Cap. Like, no. love the scene. Just love that look of just both of them kind of eye rolling, just like, Jesus, man, why? So we get this whole battle action scene. Love the scene, how Bucky just catches the. I love how there's one scene where Bucky, after these guys have done giving their eye rolls, they, uh, uh, John throws the shield at one guy. Bucky then catches it as it's supposed to come back, and, and John just takes it from him as he's caught the shield. And then, he, of course, again, a lot of fighty, fighty action stuff, a lot of kicking, uh, people being thrown off of uh, trucks and stuff like that. Obviously, we see uh, this Captain America, John Walker, using a gun, not so much as being the perfect weapon himself, because as we all saw, uh, Steve was just a weapon in all the Captain America and Avengers movies. It's like every time he went, obviously, we saw him use a gun in the first Avenger, but then once Cap was able to be more comfortable with his abilities and what he was able to do, he's like, what's the point? Like, I am the perfect weapon, and all I need is a shield that I can also still use as a weapon, so, so boom. Man's in action. So that's Steve. So seeing John, again, like I said, he's using the shield, but also using a gun. So uh, obviously, like I said, he is no Steve Rogers. This is not our Captain America. He'll, you know, we'll eventually, again, get to that later on down the road. And then after Buck, uh, you know, and Sam, they're both, <laughs> they just can't stop these guys. So, these, you know, Sam goes in to save Buck because he's trapped b- below the trailer of a truck, semi-truck. And as they go rolling into a field, um, you know, Buck is like, again, to Sam, like, we could have used that shield. And it's like, Sam's like, get off of me. And as he, as he rolls off of Sam, it's like, Buck's immediately like, those are super soldiers, Sam. Like, that's not possible. And Sam's like, I know, but those are super soldiers. So it's, it's, it's a crazy little thing that's going on. And then, of course, we still get more of the, uh, the action going on between, uh, John and, uh, Lamar, who will then be known as AKA Battlestar. So it's Captain America and Battlestar, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Gotta say, uh, again, that's, that's, that's an actual sidekick. This guy is from the comics as well. So it's kind of, again, really, really neat. I'll, uh, look, I just can't say enough of how much I love Marvel and what these guys do. Uh, they just, 
they're just hitting every nail, right? Like just, oh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm a lost for words right now. Anyway, back to the show. Then we get this great uh, banter back and forth between these guys as we're walking down the road. Buck is saying sorry about uh, Red Wings. Sam's like, no, you're not. Um, and then, of course, here comes uh, John Walker and Lamar, uh, Captain America and Battlestar. They come in. They're like, look, guys, let's let's team up. Let's work together. Like, come on, man. Like, look, I, we should be doing this together, not not in, as individuals, not as separate teams, man. Like, so I, again, uh, gotta stop saying that. I really like how these these four guys are all just sitting in a car together talking about stuff and they're trying to figure out like okay how are we gonna stop the flag smashers this and that and then of course there's more talk of uh, John who's saying like look I I know I'm not Steve but I'm gonna be the best Captain America I can be and I love how <laughs> these guys bring up the aliens andro- androids aliens and wizards which obviously was Sam Sam said that previously to Buck and he's like that's not a thing it's like What's Doctor? What's Doctor Strange? He's like he's a sorcerer. It's like ah, 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 the sorcerer is nothing more than a wizard, but without the hat or however it went. <laughs> I love how this banter starts up. But then again, I love how these guys exit the vehicle because the moment he uh, Battlestar says his his new uh, nickname to Bucky, it's like Battlestar. He's like stop the car. You know Buck won't have it. He's off. He's like and he gets off. But then there's the words or the conversation. Um, that John has with Sam, which is like, look, I know Steve was a big thing to you. I know he's a good friend of yours. I'm just hoping maybe you can be my wingman. And it's like, now, Steve and Sam, yeah, they were partners, wingmen, however you want to call it. But they were, you know, they didn't just look at each other as being partners like this was or, or co-workers like this was a brotherhood here that they had established they they this was more than just a partnership this was more than you know they were a friendship you know obviously these guys were were real close brothers you know in arms and stuff so for uh uh john to come out and say to sam you know like come on let's let's be my wingman in this he's like i know like that's that's not happening man like i don't need to be your wingman you've already got a guy here i'm gonna go out and do my own thing but that's just, but that's just not me. Like, I'm not your wingman, you know, just because I'm a, I'm the Falcon and I've got a set of wings, I'm guessing was probably what he's trying to, uh, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going off on a weird tangent here. But again, I, I think it's just, again, a thing where it, Sam's pretty butthurt where it's like, I gave up that shield because, uh, and again, throwing in a race thing here, but he knew perhaps America isn't ready for a black Captain America and for them to have gone out and picked a, another white guy blonde blonde hair blue-eyed guy it's like come on man like you could have thrown anybody else or get or not given anybody that shield and just left it alone or the government could have came to sam and be like we want you to be that hero like we know you gave up the shield but be that hero for us be that captain america steve gave it to you for a reason but obviously the government didn't do that they went with a guy who obviously would be uh, I guess politically correct for some people, but again, this shows so kinds of all kinds of good crazy man. Where it's just again, there's a lot of government issues. It's a spy thriller, family thing going drama going on, but also there's a lot of race issues that are going on right now. And I love how uh, Marvel, Disney Plus, whoever I, the writers, creators, whoever I need to thank, uh, you know, if I ever get the chance to personally or in person, um, there's a lot of race issues tied in. With this episode, because, uh, again, like I said, later on down the line, Buck does confess to Sam that there was somebody else after Steve 
that was given the super soldier serum and he was locked away in prison for doing the right thing. And we do find that out later on. And then, then there is that scene after they've had that discussion with Isaiah Bradley, uh, little Easter egg here, his grandson, who, if I can, uh, find his, uh, okay, that actor, uh, Richard Elijah, Richard, oh, I'm sorry, no, uh, Richardson Elijah? I believe is the actor's name, or Richard Elijah, I believe his name. Either way, this young actor who is playing Eli Bradley later on uh, in the comic books, and hopefully maybe we'll see it, because I think Marvel has hinted at bringing either a series or maybe doing some sort of a movie with it. But the Young Avengers might be coming, man, because uh, Eli Bradley, who is, again, the grandson to Isaiah Bradley, he becomes the Patriot. He becomes his own little super soldier, but again, joins the Young Avengers. Uh, think of him as the Teen Titans to the Justice League. This is the, the, the beginnings of early super so- uh, heroes to later on become Avengers. So kind of neat that they threw that, uh, that guy in there. So, uh, totally digging. They're just Marvel just expanding the universe more and more. Gotta love it. But again, so back to that conversation of after Isaiah talks with Bucky and Sam. We do get that confrontation that Sam and Bucky have themselves where they begin to kind of butt heads. It's like, why didn't you tell me that there was another captain or another guy out there who had been given the super soldier serum after cap? Like, what the hell is this? Like, what the hell is the government doing? Like, not telling anybody about this or just keeping this a secret. And and, just, and obviously Steve never knew, but Bucky did find out. And again, because I'm assuming due to Hydra, uh, they had infiltrated the government, the U.S. government. So that's obviously probably a way how Bucky found that out. So, anyway, we do find out the U.S. government had betrayed Isaiah Bradley, threw him in jail, locked him up, threw away the key, forgot him, erased him, practically made this guy dead, even though he's very much alive. Um, but they obviously experimented on him and extracted his blood, sent the, uh, tried to create the, the super soldier serum again. And they obviously will find out in episode five, how the hell did he survive this transformation? Because there were other guys that were involved, as I mentioned, and it's just kind of kind of neat that they brought this guy into life but again after that conversation we do see these two guys sam and buck fighting in the middle of the street here come two white cops um you know one cop has got his gun literally on his holster while bucky's trying to calm everybody down it's like and then they're not asking buck for id but they're asking sam for id i mean this scene really pissed me off like beyond pissed off i mean because it's just uh Look, it's kind of neat to show that, look, even our heroes in this time of age, this this time that we're in right now, um, even our heroes, whether they be black or Asian, um, you know, they go through the same racial issues. They're, they're obviously, like, again, race plays a big issue through this whole show, guys. Like, I cannot emphasize on this enough because there's a lot of fucked up things that are going on wrong in this country that, uh, a lot of people just kind of want to ignore or they want to look at it and go, no, 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 that's not really happening. Like the media is, uh, uh, you know, stirring the pot, trying to, uh, uh, upset people. Like, ah, I don't think so, man. Like there's, there's just stop putting blinders onto the world and trying to, uh, sugarcoat things. Like things are fine when things are not. Um, like I said, this scene really upset me because I, I just can't believe we're still living in an era where race is still a big issue. Race is, uh, just, just can't be accepted. You can't be accepted because you're yellow skin. You can't be accepted because you're black skin, you're red skin, whatever color of your skin. I'm so pissed about this, all right? Because it just 
really infuriates me, man. Like I, I've got tons of friends who are all who, who, who are from all sorts of across the world. And I don't see color. I don't see any of that where people out there do. Who I see is a person who I have so much interest in. I love, I respect. I, I, I can have a great conversation with this person. Like, I just don't get where race still fits into this country, people, because we should, you know what we all bleed? We all bleed red, ladies and gentlemen. So maybe that's how we should be looking our colors at, you know, not looking at it as being white or black or red or yellow or whatever color, you know, why don't, that's, that's the thing that just really, again, I'm sorry to be getting all political here, but I'm pissed. This scene pissed me off in a good way because I don't, understand racism i don't believe in racism i don't believe in putting down somebody who is of a different religious background or whether you're from a different country or whatever your beliefs are in nobody should be put down for what they believe in nobody you know we're we're, we're all we're all here for a reason god created us to be here and what we are doing as a society or as or as as a, as a species or however you want to look at it we're basically screwing ourselves over we're on the verge of killing ourselves and people are okay with it. People are fine. They just, they want to let, they want to destroy the environment. Let, let the ozone be, the, uh, the water is dry up. The, the rainforest get destroyed. Like, again, I know I'm off on a weird tangent, guys, but again, this scene really upset me because I just don't understand the racism in this country and why people think, again, let's just sugar. No, no, no. It's not that bad, guys. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because if they can show it, guys, in, in a Marvel series, in a comic book television show, in a, in a, in just a geeky show. If you can show what is going on in this country, then it's fact, people. It's real, people. It's as solid as that wood that you just heard me hit. Okay. So yes, I, I know I've gone off on a weird tangent. This has taken me a while, guys, to try and get this all out. But, um, yeah, this, this episode too, that scene really upset me. And I just couldn't believe that. You know, again, uh, they would, you know, uh, uh, good on Marvel, good on DC for p putting that out there and showing it, you know, because, again, wake up, America. We shouldn't be living like this. We should be more accepting of people, whoever they are. Again, whether it's skin or religion or whatever, you know, wherever you're from. I, I, it, it shouldn't, we shouldn't even be looking down on people who are even poor. I mean, look. This, the other great thing about this show is what it's showing on what happens to our brave men and women who are overseas fighting for our freedom. You know, those, those guys, those, those people, the, our troops are the bravest people in the world. And I got, and God bless you guys every day for, for, for doing what you do. Um, cause clearly I don't have the guts. I don't have the heart. I haven't got the backbone to go get out into that field and go march on that field and go try and fight uh fight an enemy that could either uh threaten the lives of my family my loved ones or or just the uh the actual uh the actual life of the world you know um so i love what this show does because it's also showing what happens to our uh, again our troops when they come back home the p uh post-traumatic stress syndrome like uh, uh the ptsd like i it's just these guys struggle, everybody struggles with this every day and we got a glimpse of that in the falcon and the winter soldier where we see sam and he's you know, a counselor helping these, you know, again, his fellow troops who are coming back. And, you know, there you get this one great conversation where this woman's talking about how uh, she saw a, a bus just driving her car one day. She saw this bag just come flying 
out of nowhere because it was a windy day and she panics and freaks out and she thought it was an IED. Turns out it was just an actual bag. And so again, it, it's, I, I just feel a lot of simple sympathy. I, 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 I just have a really great understanding of what's, I mean, maybe not the world's greatest because obviously I, I really don't know. Obviously, maybe I should go talk to some actual, uh, soldiers out there that, uh, you know, maybe get a better understanding, but I love what this show is doing because it is, putting the spotlight on not just racial issues, but also what happens to our troops when they come home, because clearly the U S government's not doing anything or if they're doing something or if they're not doing something at all, it's like our boys in blue, our women, our brave men and women are coming home and they're just, they're in so much pain. They're, they're hurting because they, uh, they can't shut the battle off in their head, you know? And, and this kind of thing just, uh, you know, it's just sort of uh, stirred up a lot of emotions in me. I've got a lot of thoughts. I got a lot of questions. I got, I got a lot I can express right now. And clearly, I am. Um, but yeah, that's that scene really ticked me off here in this uh, in this episode two of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. And so, sorry, folks. Uh, didn't mean to go on some crazy rants about race and and, and, and religion and all this stuff. But again, I just uh, it's it's being put out there and if it's being, you know, I'm sorry, it's just, it's being put out there. It's being shown. So for this to have popped up in my, uh, <laughs> my comic book show, uh, again, bravo, bravo again for Marvel and Disney doing it because, uh, I, I think they're just, I think they, they're displaying it the best way they possibly can. So, um, anyway, enough about that. Anyway, we then come back to the scene where after, again, after all that confrontation has gone down between the guys and Isaiah and the cops, the cops arrest Bucky because he is skipped out accidentally on his uh, uh, therapy session. So they arrest him. They take him into custody. Uh, we then find uh, everybody. Uh, we then find ourselves at the police station. Sam's waiting there. In walks in his therapist. His therapist introduces herself to Sam. And then we see, uh, you know, Sam kind of wondering, like, hey, thanks for, you know, getting Buck out. And she's like, I didn't get Buck out. And he's like, well, who did? And sure enough, here comes our our uh, man with the plan, John Walker, a.k.a. Captain America, saving the day for Bucky getting him out. And so when he gets him out, uh, he does tell Sam and Bucky, like, hey, I want to talk to you guys after your therapy session. Uh, the therapist then orders Buck and Sam to come and join in on the session. And even though Sam's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm good. I'll wait here out here. She's like, that wasn't a request. Let's go. Come on. And so then we get that scene where the boys are, are both in a uh, in a room talking with the therapist, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And we do get this great uh, uh, conversation between both Buck and Sam as to like why Buck is so upset that Sam had given up the shield. And then Sam turns it around and goes, well, look, here's my reason. Now, can you understand why I gave up the shield? And, uh, and, and it looks like Bucky does understand because it then comes to the, again, uh, it's a race thing, people. Sam knows it, and he perhaps feels it or knows or knows it, like you know, because he again, it's a question. Uh, I think Sam and we've all probably been asking ourselves since the beginning of the show: Can America accept a black Captain America? I say, fuck yes, we can, because it's time. I mean, look, obviously Sam Wilson, Captain America, he's been in the comics already now for the last. A couple of years now, I think uh, I can't. I, I got to do some research on that. But you know, Cap gave him the shield. You know, Steve gave him the shield in the comics, so he is the new Captain America in 
the comic books. I mean, obviously, Bucky had a hand at it in the comics as well for a time, because uh, after, I believe, the events of Civil War in the comic books, uh, Cap is killed, ladies and gentlemen. He's actually killed by a time bullet that does age him, and he withers, he dies, uh, and then Bucky does step up, he picks up the shield, he picks up the mantle, and does his own Captain, he becomes his own Captain America, he becomes Captain America for a time. And then, of course, in the comics, uh, like, like any character, you can't keep a good hero down. Uh, Steve Rogers then comes back to life, ladies and gentlemen, he picks up the mantle, Bucky gives it back to him, and he's now our new Captain America. But then a couple of years later, um, there was another big event where Cap had given up the shield again, and just given it to uh, Sam Wilson, who is now, now our current Captain America in the comic books. Even though we still got ourselves uh, Steve Rogers, who's still also going around being Captain America too, um, we've also got Sam Wilson uh, also being Captain America as well. So uh, where was I going with all of this? Uh, I totally forgot now. Oh, that's right. So back to that whole scene where, uh, again, uh, the boys are in the therapy session and Sam has then told Bucky, like, look, there's again, there's the reason why I gave up the shield. Now deal with it. And then, of course, Sam gets up. We've got work to do. Thanks, Doc, for making this weird because, you know, the boys had had to sort of do that whole weird leg interlock thing. You know, I don't know how, how uh, but it's described. But anyway, so the boys get up. They they go back. They go outside. They have a conversation with John and uh john walker and isaiah and turns out they these guys are going to split up into two different teams they're going to go do one thing since they're more um uh free agents as you can call quote unquote call it that as they called themselves that so while while john and isaiah play by the book sam can sam and buck can do go do their own thing because again uh the way isaiah and john are i mean again they're they're part of the U.S. government, so there's rules of regular, you know, rules of engagement they've got to follow. Whereas again, uh, Sam and Buck, uh, they're free agents; they they don't have to follow those, those type of rules and regulations. So they're freelance; they can go do something else. Where if they get in trouble, hey, at least John and Lamar, uh, uh, John and 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 his boy, uh, they're at least protected. You know, uh, Captain America and Battlestar. So, you know, there's that thing. So. Uh, uh, again, Lamar Hoskins. So there's that scene where it's like, okay, well, look, if we're not going to be playing, if we're not going to be working together, then look, stay out of my way. Because if you're in my way, I'm going to come mowing through you. So I kind of like that whole scene where they just, that's where the conversation between these two ends. And then it turns to the conversation of Buck and Sam trying to figure out, okay, well, what's our next move? And Buck's like, I already, I know the next move. It's just, we got to go talk to this guy. And Sam's like, no, man, like, are you kidding me? We can't go talk to him. Like, he'll just, he'll do nothing but mess with everybody's head. He'll mess with your head and mine. And, and he's like, yeah, but he's the one guy who knows a lot about Hydra. And we all know who that means. We're going to go see Zemo. So we're going to Germany. <laughs> These were two really great episodes, guys. Episode one was great. Episode two was even better. And again, sorry for going off on, on my little weird race, religion, uh, rants. Um, again, it's just that particular scene just really just it sparked the fire in me, and it just and I had a lot. To, I don't I, I don't know if I'm even saying it right, people. So if I've offended anybody, uh, if I've upset anybody, I'm really really sorry. It was not my intention to do that. I, I just I don't know if I'm even putting this out there correctly. I, all I know is it's just this upset me in a really really bad way, uh, maybe in a good way because again, uh, I just can't believe that this is still going on in the world. 
Obviously, we've been seeing it for a while. Obviously, with all the Black Lives Matter movement going on, and it's still going on right now. Again, I just don't get it, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Why do we have to live in a world, still to this day, where everything's just got to be based on your race, your religion, whatever? I, I don't even know if it's really people are doing that. You know, I just, all I know is, is that I'm not happy with what's going on in the world. It's shown pretty clearly on my my geeky program here. So it's, look, people like, stop trying to sugarcoat it. Stop trying to think it's, no, 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 this doesn't happen all the time. This happens every day, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm upset about it. But I'm also uh, fired up about it. And I'm just, again, uh, if I've offended anybody, if I've upset, insulted, whatever it may be, I am really, really sorry. Was not my intention. It's just, I'm pissed. Uh, I feel uh, for all my, uh, uh, for, for all my friends who are out there, whether uh, again, you're Middle Eastern, you're Black, you're Asian, Mexican, uh, hell, even white, okay? Um, again, all my friends and family out there who might be listening and to the new listeners who, you know, again, depending on whatever your background is, um, I'm somebody who does not believe in, in racism here. I'm not somebody who's not going to stand for it. Um, I just won't. So watching this is just, yeah, it sparked something. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Is uh, I'm sorry for, again, taking so long to finally put out episode two here. Uh, I know it's a lot. I've still got to work on episodes three and four here. So I'm going to try and put that all out to you. It's a lot today, guys, because I've still got to try and catch up on episode five as well, because that was a really doozy of another episode. So um got to say, love everything that they've done in this. And then, of course, sorry. Before we close out the show, there is the last scene where we do find Carly and her Flag Smashers groups. They've uh, been found by a, uh, a particular character we haven't really heard too much of, but we start. I mean, obviously, there's been hints of him or somebody throughout the, the first two episodes or actually throughout the whole series. But the power broker, the power broker is out there somewhere, people. And, and I can't wait. To, I mean, I've got a I've got a couple of guesses like who could possibly be. But, you know, again, it's just they're just guesses. They're just guesses. So, uh, yeah, give me some time, guys. Uh, I'll have this out to you shortly and then expect also pretty quickly here episode three where I'll be breaking down episodes three and four of Falcon Winter Soldier. So thanks again for tuning in, guys. Again, sorry for the delay. I will be uh, hopefully be better on top of things because, like I said, uh, just a lot of changes going on right now in my life. And I'm just trying to get everything situated. So bear with me. Hopefully this won't uh, take any, uh, hopefully I won't have any more situations like this and hopefully I can put out an episode weekly and, uh, and hopefully maybe even get some new gear because, uh, I know from one or two people, they've said like, man, you sound like you're on a zoom call. I'm like, uh, bear with me folks. I'm a man without a job. I'm doing this the best way I can. This is just, this is something, um, that's just kind of helping me uh, not stress out people. Uh, look, many of you, like, again, to give you a little bit more backstory about me, people, and many of you who do know me know I'm a huge geek. I'm a, I'm a guy who just loves this stuff, loves to live in this world. Hell, I wish I could be in this world, you know, um, or just write in it or just play with playing it somehow in any way, shape or form I possibly can. Um, but I just love talking about this stuff because it's just, again, I got to check out of my own head every once in a while because, Again, with all the things that I, uh, I, I'm i dealing with, and hell, you guys are probably going through your own things, I'm sure. Look, we all got to check out, out of our own heads sometimes, whether it's drinking, whether it's, uh, you know, smoking, depending on what your preference is, uh, or whatever. You know, I mean, we are all allowed to check out of our own heads, to decompress, 
and just kind of relax. And to me, starting up this podcast uh, has definitely been one of those avenues for me, which is just to help me relieve my stress, help me relieve my anxiety. Um, you know, I've never been put in this situation before, ladies and gentlemen, where I'm like, holy shit, I'm 39 years old. Uh, I'm out of a job. Um, I had to relocate and make some changes. Um, and right now I'm just looking to get back into the workforce, get back in there and just hammer it out. Cause, uh, trust me, trying to, uh, find work right now has not been easy. And, uh, trying to receive any kind of unemployment right now has also not been easy. So I, I get there's a lot of, a lot of things are going on out there, but bear with me, folks. I'm not going to try and get too personal with you here, but I figured, you know, well, hey, if you're, guys are interested, might not tell you a little bit about what's going on with me personally here since we'll be uh, perhaps talking quite personally. So anyway, gang, um, episode three coming at you soon. Going to throw out again a lot at you of episodes three and four here of Falcon Winter Soldier before I can get to finally get caught up on episode five. I will also at some point do my breakdown and my thoughts and opinions on um, the Suicide Squad trailer. I know some of uh, some of you guys have reached out to me like, dude, what do you think, Mr. Podcast? Then like, I want to hear your thoughts. Give me your opinion. So that's coming soon, guys. I also have my opinion, uh, my my opinions on uh, Black Adam, uh, the Rock's new uh, DC movie coming out with uh, some pretty cool characters that are also going to be coming out soon. So I'll give you my uh, info on that and what I think on that. But uh, again, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, hope to catch you later. Be safe out there. Keep your mask on. Uh, wash your hands, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. End of line.